welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast for adults. You are listening to a weekly publication, produced every Friday morning. This is our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Today, we present episode 423, Ray Ray, Gangbangs, and new website. Don't forget to stop by our webpage for information about this show and others. KinkyCast.com. Here's your host, Woody. Thanks, Max. Welcome to another edition of the Kinky Cast. Normally, with my voice is better than this, but uh, that's the way it is tonight. Online with me is Ray Ray. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. The last time you were on the show, you were in New Zealand. I was. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. I feel like two years. I know. Um, Yeah. I miss parts of it. I miss how beautiful the country is and, you know, just walking outside and being able to just see the scenery. Ohio is definitely not New Zealand. Let's just say that. I I would say that would be a true statement. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So you have lots of other things to do than look at the scenery. You recently just launched your own porn site. I did. Yes. Tell us about it. RayRayXXX.com just went live two days ago with 50 videos and I'm adding a new video every day for the next seven days. So there'll be new content um, for about a week. And then after that, every week or so, I'll add a new video. But the coolest thing about my website is that it's very consumer friendly. So you get to pick how much you want of the site. It's very different than like an OnlyFans or a mini vids. You get to decide how much ultimately you want, not just like one flat fee. So, yeah. So pay as you go. Basically, yeah. I mean, there's three different tiers um, that you can pick from. You can decide, do you want certain types of videos? Do you not? Do you want access to the gallery? And then at the top tier, I have like a live streaming capability where you can see me live streaming the porn I make in real time, which is really cool. So, Wow, that would be a a great incentive there. Fantastic. All right. This is based on gangbangs or is it broader than that? So when I got back to the States in early 2020, I actually dove into doing porn full time. So right now I have over a hundred videos in my collection that I've made myself. And there are some gangbang stuff. There's threesome stuff. There's girl, girl stuff. There's just a variety of everything. Um, So basically if you subscribe to my site, you should be able to dabble in what you want. So. All right. Yeah. One of your things that you do is gangbangs. Pretty famous for it across the web. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You just uh, had one uh, recently that went on for four hours. Yeah, they normally go for four or five hours. Just depends on how many guys and who wants to go twice. How many guys were in that one? So 41. I broke my record this last year and did 41 guys. But before that, I did 40 guys. So they were like within a month of each other. I had done 40 and then 41 guys. So it's going pretty well. Um, With the pandemic, it kind of slowed down gangbangs for a while. So being able to do large numbers last year was really nice. And so you're going to switch it up and uh, go for another record? I am. I'm going to try in June. Um, to break my record again. And we have found that it is really hard to get that many guys in a room with one woman. 
So what we've been doing is incentivizing the guys to come with multiple women. So what we're going to do is have five women gangbang where they can interact. They interact with me ultimately so I can break my record, but then they can go interact with all the other women. So hopefully that will help me pull the numbers that I need to get. So if uh, there is a woman that was a listener right now that had considered doing a gangbang, what's it like the first time? It's uh, it's like a mixture of nerves and excitement. So it's like you pump yourself up because it's going to be one of the craziest sexual things you've ever done with you having to be surrounded by guys and keep them all entertained. So there's a lot of energy involved. You have to have the energy to give that to all the guys. And then you have to be willing to, you know, put yourself in that situation and take the pleasure that you're going to get from all the guys. And some women, they come easily and they may not be able to last four hours because they'll just get cummed out. I have, I've talked to a few women and they're like, no, I wouldn't be able to do that because after about an hour, I would just be done. Um, So it takes a special woman, but my advice is definitely start with a threesome, see how you do with that with two guys and then gradually add guys from there. Um, Don't dive into doing 20 guys like I normally do. Because that could be very overwhelming. I even get overwhelmed sometimes. Like if I'm in a room and there's like 10 guys jerking off and I'm like, oh, no, I have to get to this guy and then this guy and then this guy. I can start to get anxious about it. But then it's kind of like any project. You just start with one dick and you just work your way through it. So, yeah. Go with the flow, literally. Yep, definitely. Yeah. I've been in a room with with some guys and. Strangely enough, they were homophobic to the point where they didn't want their dick getting anywhere near another guy's dick. Yes. Do you see that much? I do sometimes. I've had um, a few times where I'm shooting or doing um, gangbang stuff where I try to put the dicks together. Like I'll put them in my mouth together and I can feel guys resisting me. So I don't ever like force that. So there is that. And that also I like facial. So I like come all over me and some guys get really weirded out when someone else's come gets on them. I've even had a guy like, uh, get someone else's come on him and he ran into the bathroom. <laughs> So, um, we call that friendly fire, (laughs) but, um, yeah, you see that sometimes you have to be the right guy. You have to be, have the right mindset that you're there to pleasure the woman. You're not there for the other guys. Yes. When we're doing double penetration, your dicks might accidentally touch, but it's not in a sexual way. It's you're pleasuring the woman and it might feel the best you've ever felt because it's super tight with double penetration. So, yes, Um, it is. But I would say normally you want someone with experience who's been in that environment before. Um, That way they don't freak out. I see more of the homophobic tendencies in actually porn shooting. So I shoot a lot of threesomes and gangbang stuff. And I will have guys who literally will refuse to shoot with other guys in the room. Um, And I don't know if that's homophobic or if they're afraid they won't perform well or what is that. But yeah, I have guys who are like, I just want to do a boy girl shoot and that's it. So I see that actually more common in the porn shooting than I do in the gangbang stuff. Interesting. There are certainly performance issues uh, between guys. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Especially when there's competition, you know, there's another guy and what if I come Mm -hmm. first and uh, you know, all that sort of crap. 
speaking of cum, uh, mm-hmm. I've talked to a number of women that like the idea of a cum bath. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I actually want to do like a successful bukkake and call it like cum junkie or something like that. I don't know. Um, but they're really hard to set up. Bukkakis are like unheard of to do successfully. So, And timing is everything here. Uh, And some guys uh, can come fast. uh, Some guys don't come at all, you know, Mm -hmm. and everything in between. And so you're you're trying to uh, get everybody to shoot at the same time. It's not going to be very easy. No, definitely not. Um, I have set up a few and I have noticed that like one guy will come and then two minutes later, maybe another guy will come. But by that time, the comes dried on my face. So you can't see it anymore. So it's like. You have to have like 10 guys come within two minutes, which um, I've seen that happen in porn before, but I don't know if it's like editing where they just cut the cum shots together and make it look that way um, or not. It's just amazing how it just all comes together. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. So I would love to like walk on set and just have like 10 guys who are just going to jerk off and they all come in two minutes. That'd be great, but it never goes that way. Yeah. Funny how that works, huh? as I say, performance anxiety has a, a lot of guys, you know, holding back mm-hmm. and sometimes they get soft and yeah. Do you have uh, fluffers and things to help you? I do sometimes. Um, like I said, with the, having multiple women at a large gangbang helps a lot. That way, if a guy isn't like hitting it off with one woman or he's having issues, he can go try with someone else. Um, that definitely helps. And sometimes when I shoot, I have fluffers Um, that can be a good and bad thing. Sometimes the guys will just stay with the fluffer and not come on like the porn set. Um, I've had that happen before, which isn't great. Um, But overall, fluffers help. If one were planning a gangbang, especially a first gangbang, how do how do you go about it? My advice would be find an established network in your area. So I know of networks all over the U.S. that do organize gangbangs, and I would get with them. But the first thing I would do is check out the network, make sure it's a good one, because there are some bad ones out there. And uh, talk to other women first who have had events by that network, and then see what if they give references, are they good or bad? And then keep talking to that network about ultimately what you want. And then the main thing for me when I set up a gangbang is have criteria. So what kind of guys do you want or not want at your gangbang? And that is you ultimately you have to decide what kind of criteria you want to put up or blockers. Do you want um, all the guys to be tested? Do you not want them to be tested? Do you want them to be under a certain age? Do, they want, do you want a certain look? Do you want a certain dick length? Um, those are all criteria that you could use to filter out guys. And then you decide what day, how many guys, and then you show up. And hopefully the network does their job. But I will say of the 55 plus gangbangs, about half of them have been successful. (laughs) Um, Sometimes the network doesn't work or, you know, the guys just don't show up. Guys flake often. So my biggest advice for any woman doing a gangbang is to be resilient. Um, you have to have the ability to um, wait until you get that good gangbang because sometimes some of them will be flops and you have to be willing to set your sights for the next one. Um, 
But some women don't have the ability to do that. They have a bad gangbang where no one shows up and they feel bad and they ultimately think it's because of them and they never try again, which is a sad thing. And that's because the guys, the guys just don't show up. And I, I've talked to uh, other um, people about gangbangs and they, they said that they have a real hard time keeping good quality guys mm-hmm. um, yeah. on the list and, and showing up to each gangbang. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why you have to get in with good networks. Like the reason I was able to do 40 guys and 41 guys, and they were actually in different places. One was in Houston and one was in Denver is because of the networks were so established that they had the, the poll to get those numbers. Um, so you just have to find the right areas um, and the right networks. So, And you have a celeb name too. So people yeah, will that helps. come um, out of the woods to see yeah. you. Yeah, um, it, it does help. But I, I mean, getting five guys ultimately shouldn't be too hard. First, you know, if you want to set up your first gangbang, getting five guys should, shouldn't be too difficult. So, What are the criteria that you lay out for the guys? So I don't play with anyone over 50. Um, and then hygiene's a big issue. So I want you to be freshly showered, you know, trimmed all of that. Um, I want you to have your, a clean STD test within three months. Um, I think everyone should be getting tested every quarter, regardless of what you're doing. Um, and then respect is a big thing. So I call myself certain names like come slut and whore and all this stuff. And I have guys constantly coming into my messages, calling me those names. And, um, I like those names, but I want you to respect me as a person first before, you know, using all those names. And a lot of guys don't get that. Um, And uh, that's basically my criteria. I don't have too much. Um, The more criteria that you put in place, the less guys you're going to get. So if you're looking for the bodybuilder guys with the nine inch dicks, good luck with that. Um, You'll probably have to pay them (laughs) to show up. So. Yeah. And um, last week's show, we talked uh, about size matters. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one thing that came out is that a lot of the stuff on FetLife and what have you see are all these trim, good looking guys with the big dicks. And Mm -hmm. because they are video worthy, as opposed to a guy that has a little gut or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, And so you see kind of the same group of people come around again because they are ready for video. Yeah. Well, I have found that, yes, you want a guy who's in decent shape because when you're shooting a porn video, it's very different than normal sex. It's a lot of starting and stopping and holding like uncomfortable positions for a long time because you're trying to get those angles where people can see penetration and see what's happening. So you have to be in decent shape to hold those moves and those positions. But ultimately, your dick doesn't have to be crazy big. You just have to be able to keep an erection, keep it for a long time, and then know how to angle your body correctly so they can see what's happening. So move your hips a certain way or, you know, and uh, come basically on command and where they tell you. So being yeah, no, a male no pressure, porn star, guys. Yeah, yeah, being a male porn star is like really hard, actually. So um, I actually think it potentially is harder than being the woman because you have to do all that stuff and there's all this pressure involved to stay hard. And, you know, as women, you know, we 
are the star of the show. So we definitely have to perform, but we can use lube. We don't have to get hard. We ultimately don't even have to come or we can fake our orgasms. So um, I'd say guys have it a lot harder. Yeah, I'd say so. So I was uh, talking to um, the uh, curator of uh, Desperate Amateurs, Mm -hmm. and he says that sometimes a girl will show up with their boyfriend uh, to do a video, but the boyfriend immediately gets camera fright. Oh, and because they're not professionals. Yeah. And, uh, and so he says he always prefers to have his stable of young studs standing mm-hmm. by that are used to being on camera that are used to give, showing the correct angles and everything you yeah. were just saying. Um, that is worth something when you're in that, in this business. It definitely is. Um, so yeah, you definitely need that. I've seen guys who could perform like they could do a regular gangbang, but as soon as you put the bright lights on their face, they just can't do it. And so it happens. Your gangbangs are shot on video. Some of them. I, I try to take photos of what's happening. Um, just so I can commemorate, um, that I did 41 guys, um, it was actually really cool when I did the 40 guys, they all wrote their number on me with a marker, which was really cool. At the end of the night, I had all these numbers on me, but, uh, I normally only take footage of like the facials when I'm doing a recreational gangbang, um, just cause it's hard to get people's faces out of the footage and whatnot. Um, and like I said, guys sometimes get weird with cameras around and stuff, so, you know, I, I want them to have a good time and not be like, oh, no, that camera is like right there. And so if it was an actual porn shoot, then they would sign releases and show their face and all of that. And the cameras would be there. But it's supposed to be fun. Um, so I can imagine the logistics of trying to do a porn gangbang shoot for with a lot of guys. It would be logistically <laughs> impossible. It is really hard. I I have done a few successful ones um, where it was like five to seven guys, um, but ultimately I ended up having to pay um, the actors um, a portion to show up. Um, so it is really hard. <laughs> I wish there was more like male talent that I could pull from. So, What areas of expansion are you looking to get into? So right now, uh, my main push is the website. So I'm really going to be pushing that out as um, well as I can. Um, I built it from the ground up. So I actually got the site custom coded and everything. And it's pretty extensive. So that's the big thing right now. But eventually, um, this year, I'm actually going to start hiring female talent to come out. So I'm going to be hiring um, pretty mid-tier uh, female talent to come out to Ohio of all places and shoot content with me. So I will be picking five to six women this year and flying them out. So that's like the next thing. Um, and then I have a lot of merch. So I have my own logo, my own brand. So I will be eventually selling t-shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff with my logo on it. So. Yeah. Well, you have uh, really developed quite a brand here in two years. I'm very impressed. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of your K and P stuff that has uh, made it to the top. Thank you. Yeah, I try. You know, I work 
at it every day. And like with FetLife, I'm not as active on there. I'm not as active as I am on like Twitter or Instagram because that's where you get the followers and like the presence for the porn stuff. But yeah, I, I definitely work at it every single day. So I appreciate it. You said presence for the porn stuff. So these are things that guys send you that they want to see in video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outfits, toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have a, a list of things you want or are they just uh, random send you stuff? Um, they can just send me whatever. Like I had a guy who sent me a cum slut collar, which was really nice. It was like a custom made one. So that was really cool. And I got to wear that in a few videos. So that was fun. Um, but um, I don't have too much uh, of guys sending me stuff. So, Well, there's uh, so much fun stuff out there that you can do. And, there is. You know, right now with a, a, a new uh, website, you the sky's the limit on, on what you can do. And you are the yeah. entrepreneur behind it. It is. Yeah, I can. Uh, I've talked to my website developers about adding like a merchandise area where I can do e-commerce and send, you know, the T-shirts and toys I use and all kinds of stuff to fans. So that will be the next step when it comes to the website is adding all of that. So. Yeah. Do you do custom videos? I do not. Not right now. Yeah. I don't really have like the male talent here in Ohio to do custom videos. It would depend. Like if they wanted a solo video, I could do that, but I don't really have, it's really hard to find like talent in Ohio in general, which is why I'm going to be flying women from LA and like Vegas here. So um, I wish, I wish I could find some male talent here, but um, it's difficult. So you go to um, a lot of other places around the country for some of your events. I do. Uh, Texas is one of the big ones, I guess, right? Yeah. I've been to Houston several times. Um, and I just got back from shooting in Austin with the flourish. You certainly keep yourself busy. I definitely do. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm actually actively about to hire an assistant cause I have too much stuff. Um, that needs done on a daily basis. Um, the social media aspect of just being in the porn industry is a job by itself. So it is. And yes. people don't realize that they don't until it eats you alive. It's a lot. It's a constant and I'm a natural introvert. So it's constantly being like, Oh, look, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And most of the time I, d- I forget to be like, Oh, I should be sharing more of my life with these people. But sometimes I, I just don't, or I forget. So. So you have the good and the bad in social media. Do you get much um, complaining or, or negative stuff? Um, not too much. I get more of guys coming into my DMs and they send me dick pics without asking or they ask me to do things that aren't appropriate. That happens often. But I'm the type of uh, performer who kind of calls guys out and tells them, like, this is not correct. You should not do this. Um, so hopefully that stops, but it probably won't. It happens to performers all over, um, which is sad. So anybody that has a visibility on the internet is subject to a lot of criticism. Yep. Yeah. I've heard a lot of things I've heard 
you know, people who talk about my body a certain way, or they say this looks bad or this looks bad, but majority of the time it's, uh, it's good comments. Like I'll have women come into my DMS who say, it's so awesome to see you doing all this stuff. And they ask for advice and, you know, it's nice to mentor women so they can also like take control of their sexuality and, um, be as sexual as they want. So yeah, a number of, of uh, women have written into the cast asking about it. And we've done a, a few shows on gangbangs. The last time you were on two years ago, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And anybody that wants to get into it, uh, as you say, you know, find the local groups because they're all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and another piece of advice is have someone in your corner. So I have my husband who's always there watching out for me. He knows um, what rules I like, what I don't like, and he can easily take care of a guy if he's getting out of control. Um, so definitely have a friend, have a partner, have someone there who's watching out for you. That's another um, really important thing. Um, and then take control of your sexual health as well. Make sure that you're getting tested. Um, after I do a large gangbang, I definitely get tested just to make sure I'm clean as well. Um, so that's important as well. What is your rules about condoms? Uh, when I do a large gangbang, it's always condoms. Um, there's no exceptions in that. Um, I have tried to set up gangbangs before where it was tested and guys, I don't know what it is, but guys refuse to get tested or they make excuses or they say it's too expensive or it's like, I'm like, but it's your health. Like it's you saying, I don't have anything. Um, and for me, it's a point of pride. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't have anything. That's great. I'm not going to be giving anything to anyone, but it's also part of my job. So I, I get it where a guy wouldn't want to spend $200 on like an STD test. But, you know, if you're going to be going unprotected, it's definitely something you should be doing. Guys are kind of funny when it comes going to doctors and things like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, their machismo keeps them uh, down from doing that. I've been sexually active in the lifestyle for uh, decades and uh, my doctor is used to seeing me and running STI panels and, yeah, you know, you got to do it. If you're going to be in the lifestyle in one form or another, you need to take care of the people around you. Yes. You know, um, being I'm a poly guy, I have the policy of not bringing anything home. That's good. Yes. Um, Yeah, that's a point of pride. It's like, I don't have anything. I won't be giving it to someone else. It's it's really great. Um, I wish more people thought of it like that. Well, very good. Ray Ray, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight. You've got lots of stuff going on. Tell me the URL of your website. It is www.rayrayxxx.com. No punctuation in there. All right. Nope. All right. Uh, That will be on the show page. Anybody that forgets that and uh, we will uh, send people over to you. Sounds great. Thank you so much for being on the show. tonight. Oh yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You have been listening to the kinky cast for more information about this show. Go to kinkycast.com. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the kinky cast. And we welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our Kinky crew, I'm Max.